Yeah, I barely recognize myself or my life. And what's amazing is that it happened so quickly. I think when you do this kind of work, it kind of quantum leaps your healing. I think typically what I've experienced would probably take years and years of therapy if, you know, if even that would work. I don't know, but this has all happened to me within months. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this week, I have Kelly back on with me. She is a 2-4 reflector. She has been a student of the high-frequency formula and her wealth codes for just about two years now. Um, We just got back from a very heart-opening experience where her channel and her psychic gifts were activated. It was so much fun. We're going to do a lot of talking about story and how far she's come in the last couple of years. It's really taken us the full two years to uncover and lean into what we share with you here today. Um, She's overcome some huge energetic blocks in her alignment journey. Kelly started working as a health coach for women, and she came to me just feeling really burnt out with the amount of work and upkeep her daily business was bringing her. She had tried everything, doing all the things the way everyone out there teaches you to do, and nothing was working. So it's kind of typical. People usually find me when nothing else is working and they've kind of done all the things, the right things, quote unquote. And then, you know, human design finds you and you wonder, I wonder if there's something there for me. So Kelly found me back in the beginning when I Um, offered quantum money energy and really just went all in in her work, her alignment work. And she has finally found the thing that lights her up, keeps her bursting at the seams with energy, and we can't wait to share her story with you. So thanks, Kelly, for coming back. Thank you. It's so good to be back. I love that intro. (laughs) (laughs) I love it too, because it's been so fun to watch. All right. Well, we want to kind of make this a story where you you can the listener can find themselves in it if it resonates. Um, so Kelly, why don't we just start from the beginning when you first discovered the formula, the wealth codes? Where were you at in your business? Yeah, I was running a, a pretty successful health coaching business for women, but I was finding that I was just like you said, I was really kind of burnt out and wasn't feeling content with how things were going, just really tired, burnt out. And um, so I found you and we quickly, the very first thing I found out after I, you know, started working with you is that I'm a reflector and I didn't even know what that was before. And so everything started making a lot of sense because I was running my business and kind of a, like a generator, like as a yeah. generator would. And so it made sense that I was feeling tired and burnt out. So that was the first thing that really made things click for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know. I remember in the beginning there, we had a couple of conversations where you just had a hard time, like wrapping your mind around being a reflector. Yes. Yeah. And not just things with my business were making sense. I just how I, I was, you know, raised in a environment or society raised me in a way where I was made wrong almost to be a reflector Mm -hmm. and I was kind of conditioned and formed into more like, you know, like a a generator, like I said. So just all these things in my whole life started making sense why I was feeling the way I was and why everything has happened the way it has. So yeah. Yeah. When was that moment that you finally knew that being a health coach and working with women in weight loss just wasn't the thing? When did you finally yeah. like believe that? Yeah, I think um, just after just a few sessions with working with you, I knew that my calling or my purpose was going to be in a different direction. It was going to be more um, working with women on, on, on deeper things like, mm-hmm. you know, their inner fulfillment and their, um, you know, their deeper issues with their relationships and embodying their femininity, that kind of thing. Um, I really felt called to. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I know we had a lot of conversation around that. You really stayed in that with me because I remember yeah. feeling that like very early on, like I just, that's, this is not the thing. And, and we kind of navigated a few different things to see, well, maybe the universe is bringing the money in this way, or maybe it's bringing that. But I just remember being like this, that's just not the thing, but you just hung in there. You just really hung in there. I mean, what would you say were red flags? Like if someone's listening to this and they're wondering, am I in my purpose? Especially knowing what you know now about being a reflector, what would you reflect back to somebody to, to tell them, look for this? Yeah, I would say um, if you don't have that deep sense of fulfillment, contentment, or if what you're doing doesn't light you up, you know, deep to the core, then that is a sign that, you know, you might want to take things in a different direction. Um, Of course, does I mean, with any business, there's going to be ups and downs. So it's not all bliss all the time, but you're going to notice that inner deep um, fulfillment, like I said, and passion. Yeah. That's a key one. Passion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause that like drives through you. You don't have to like make that up. Right. Like that's always there. Even when you're tired and need to take a couple of uh, days off or a week off or whatever, there's still that underlying passion that, that really drives you. For sure. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I mean, even um, like if you're, if you're, if you're running your business in in something that's not in alignment with you, even, even the money, the income that comes from your business, it'll, it'll be great for a while, but even that won't be enough to sustain your fulfillment. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you had, it was working at times. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah, it was make, I was making money and I was, it was growing and that was great and all, but it wasn't enough to sustain. sustain Yeah. Yeah. I always say, um, when I'm coaching someone to figure out the pricing and the offer and the actual business model, I always ask them, 
if you were getting paid $20,000 to do the thing, how would you feel on the other side of that? Like take out scarcity or what we're actually going to price it. Like take out the actual, but just imagine yourself getting paid $20,000 for the thing that you're offering. How would you feel? And that's really how you should feel is like, I've been abundantly compensated. I love what I'm doing. Being in this relationship is being in this offer, being in this service is actually giving me energy. Exactly. Right. Yep. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, we had to go down some roads there. Yes, <laughs> it took a while, but <laughs> we found it. When we started navigating the wealth codes, can you think of any of the parts of your human design chart or of your gene keys that really helped you here? I gosh, I had so much deconditioning all over the place that I needed to do. Um, I would say my the two sun my two sun gates. So I had I was compromising a ton in my life, tolerating yeah. compromising a ton in my life. Um and you know, I wasn't fully committed to a lot of areas either. So those two, my two sun gates were probably the most valuable for me to take a look at and really start deconditioning. Yeah, that's uh so her um conscious son is 14 and her unconscious son is 29. So yeah, we had to do a lot of overhaul there. And I mean, how did you feel about it really not just being about your business, but it being about a lot of your personal life? Yeah. I didn't even realize until I met you how much I was living in shadow in my personal life. So shortly after I met you, I knew that I wanted to really lean into my intuition and my psychic gifts. And I was told by my higher self, you need to start um, raising your vibration and you need to, you have a lot of deconditioning to do. <laughs> so that is when the real work started. So for me, I had, um, you know, I had things in my, I had a lot of um, childhood issues that I needed to start healing, mm -hmm. um, specifically around a lot of bullying that I experienced when I was like in the middle school age. And so I started working on that. Mm -hmm. And also my romantic relationships um, were, it was just a mess. I yeah. had all sorts of relationship issues. I had multiple relationships with men going on at the same time. Um, some of them were hidden. Some of them weren't. Mm. Um, so just kind of, I was kind of addicted to the dopamine hits that I was getting the drama. Yeah. That I was living in with my romantic relationships. Yeah. So I had a lot to decondition around that. And then also, um, I was, relying on stimulants to keep me awake and alert throughout the day, because as a reflector, I wasn't yeah. honoring all the alone time that I needed. Um, I was doing a lot of emotional eating mm. at the time too. So um, yeah, I had all sorts of stuff. To yeah. Yeah. I think this is so important though, to point out because <laughs> when you, when you come into work with alignment energetics, the universe is going to meet you right where you are. So if you're serious about alignment, then it's time to take a look at 
every area of your life. You can't expect your financial life to smooth out and pan out and give you what you want and what you need if you're not keeping all parts of your life in alignment. And it was just, it was accepting that and it was doing the due diligence of aligning your actions, your words, and your decisions along with your higher, really your higher purpose. Right, right. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. So that's what I want women to know. It's like, if things aren't going well in your business or with money, take a look at your love life, for example. And, and you have to, like you said, it all, it's all connected and you have to work on all of it. Uh, you can't just bypass one area and hope that another area will improve. Yeah. We really found that energetic, um, that masculine and feminine balance with you. I don't know. I mean, would you say that you were conditioned to be feminine or masculine? Like, what do you feel like you were conditioned to lean more into? Yeah, I was probably conditioned to lean more into my feminine, but I think it was um, kind of a wounded feminine Mm. that I was, there was some wounded feminine areas that I was in. So um, I was kind of passive and, um, not standing up for myself in a lot of areas mm-hmm. and, um, didn't have that, the take charge. I can make confidence in my decisions. Right. So it was a lot of wounded feminine energy that I was experiencing that needed to be healed. And then learning how to embody more of my masculine mm-hmm. when it came to my business, taking charge, making decisions that kind of thing. So there was a few areas I need to clean up with that. Yeah. So what would be a sign of wounded feminine energy? Yeah. So I think, um, um, like I, I, like I said, I wasn't, um, I wasn't setting boundaries. So the feminine energy is, is all about receiving and, that's great and all, but if you are too kind of laid back and you aren't setting boundaries, standing up for yourself, then that's kind of, that's a sign. Definitely. Um, another sign would be if you are, um, like if you're passive aggressive in your relationship and you're, um, you know, you might be sharing your feelings, which is great. You're feeling, which is definitely feminine. But if you are feeling and sharing those feelings in a way that's passive aggressive or trying to judge or control, right. that would be an example of wounded feminine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been um, a journey of opening up your gifts. And so, but you always knew you were like psychically inclined, right? Like this was kind of a thing that was different about you. Did you always know that? Well, not consciously. I think there were little hints and little things here and there throughout my life that kind of shown me that, but it wasn't until I started, it it wasn't until I really brought it to my consciousness and really started working with you that it became a lot more apparent Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that there was definitely a gift there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, pretty effing powerful. Yeah. <laughs> that we have it going. I mean, I'm sure 
all reflectors have this ability. I mean, everyone is intuitive and everyone is psychic in their own way. Everyone. I, I'm an MG and I'm a channel, so I know it's possible for everyone. But I think the reflector is so in tune with just, I mean, the energy of the moon is a subconscious energy. It's like the energy of the subconscious is when you look at it as a gift, you're picking up psychic energy in that way. I just think there's a rhythm you pick up on that um, I think maybe all reflectors pick up on that if they allow themselves to slow down and clean themselves up and really just allow the other energy types to do their thing, but give themselves permission to do like, you know, you did, you had to do a lot of slowing down, a lot of looking at what was in alignment, what was out of alignment, your environment, the people in your environment, the things you were putting in your body, the decisions you were or were not making. Like you had to do a lot of inventory, but cleaning that up, I think activated your gifts. Right. For sure. And the other thing, the other kind of gift that I have as a reflector is I'm, I'm able to really sense what's going on in the collective. And what kind of fits along with what we're talking about is I am sensing from the collective with women that they are yearning and hungry to start, um, relying more on their intuition mm -hmm. and they want more inner fulfillment and they want greater access to their higher wisdom. That is what I'm sensing. And yeah. so the message in this podcast is in order to achieve that, you need to decondition, raise your vibration, clean up the crap that's going on in yeah. your life. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something I've, I've been sensing for a while now. Well, I want to, I want to talk more about your energetic pickup for the collective because, um, that's just, it's really valuable to hear that from a reflector. Um, let's start with deconditioning. It's like, how do you decondition? What do you decondition? And where do you start? I mean, for us, we use the paid method mm -hmm. for us. We use the paid method, but talk a little bit about your deconditioning process. Yeah. So it's just, um, first of all, just becoming aware and kind of taking an inventory of your life and where are you sitting in any sort of low vibration? Where are you sitting in shadow? Uh, what parts of your life are you, are you living in deceit? Do you have habits that are keeping you numb? Like, like I was, are you addicted to drama? Are you, um, you know, are you past mental and controlling in your relationships? you need to set boundaries, that kind of thing. So you've noticed those areas and then you pick one. And like you said, I, I use the paid method and you just, you just kind of work your way through it. Yeah. It's permission to give yourself the opportunity to not be another energy type throughout. I mean, just putting it simply, just right. putting it simply, right? But we did a lot of inner child healing. That was huge. And I and I I don't think that people realize, and I'm 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 just gonna speak for the women that I come in contact with through the formula and running the business here. So I just don't think women um give enough attention to this little person inside of them, this little energy being inside of them that literally will stop you from getting paid until she gets your attention. 
We'll stop you from getting paid. We'll stop you from meeting that person you want to meet. We'll stop you from calling in the six figure months. Like she will stop you until she gets your attention and until she knows that you're someone she can count on consistently and all of the time. For sure. Yeah. And the, until you're, until you start to become aware of your inner child, it's, she just kind of lives in your subconscious and you have no idea how much control she has on your life. And, um, you know, we really manifest from our subconscious. So if you're wondering like, why am I not getting what I want? Well, you need to take a look in, into the subconscious, which is the inner child. If you aren't yeah. aware yeah. She had a lot of things to say. I mean, and that's the truth. It's like, and people will say to me like, well, I mean, gosh, am I supposed to do this every day? I'm supposed to talk with this inner child every day. Then I'll never get anything done. And I'm like, you're not getting anything done now. You might as well just start and just right. see what, op- what she, she'll open the door for something. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember if you can think of off the top of your head, what was one thing your little girl needed? Um, and she needed to, she needed to feel safe for sure. So there were certain things in my childhood that, um, where I, you know, didn't feel safe. She didn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And so I had to step in and kind of parent her and let her know, no, I've got you, you're safe. Mm -hmm. And, and, and really take on that parenting role. Yeah. And once, once she felt safe, then she could start creating and start, um, um, being more imaginative and, you know, come up with all sorts of business ideas and yeah. And she could start becoming consistent. Right. Cause that was the thing that we were like looking at is like with, with a reflector, not having any defined centers, like how do you find consistency? And how do you find like the discipline for the consistency? And so the beautiful thing about it, Kelly, is we really never had to force anything. Like when you're like, I just feel like sleeping. I'm like sleep. Yep. (laughs) Like just sleep. Yeah. Yep. I really gave myself permission. I really started leaning into my design and, and really just allowed myself to rest and yeah. That was part of living in alignment is the more I leaned into that, the more I gave myself permission to rest and have alone time, then the more prosperous my life became. Yeah. And got really picky about who we allowed in your life. For sure. And who we did not. Like who got to access the unicorn that is Kelly and who did not. And like just stepping into your worth there, like I am the unicorn. Mm -hmm. That is my superpower. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned quickly too, that boundaries are extremely magnetic for me. And I think for everybody too. And so in, in the, this, these romantic relationship drama that I was in, I quickly, I started weeding out people that no longer served me. I started setting boundaries and it was like clockwork. I would set a boundary. And then usually 24 to 48 hours later, I would receive something. A lot of times it was money or just something prosperous would come to my life. So boundaries, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Magnetic. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into Sedona now because that's a pretty good story. So Kelly and I went to um, Sedona. I was going to this live, a live, a channeling event um, with um, the channel of Bashar 
And I got an intuitive hit. And just Garrick and I were going to go. But I got this intuitive hit. Asked Kelly if she wants to do some healing work in Sedona. And I was like, oh, man. We had just done our, our other live event. But I was like, oh, man, if we could keep this going, this would be insane. And immediately you were a yes. And like everything worked out perfectly for this property. Um, I'm going to try and post some pictures on social so you guys can all see like where we were in the magic of the area and the magic that is Kelly and all of that. But it all ended up working out beautifully divine. And we spent a few days in uh, Sedona just together working through the paid method, healing, tapping into her gifts. And um, we were called to this one area in Bell Rock. It was Yavapai Vista. It was overlooking right. Bell Rock. And when we were first, we were out by the river. I kept saying, okay, we need to go now. And Garrick's like, no, we'll do that another day or tomorrow or whatever. <laughs> Remember, I wanted to go that very day. He's like, no, 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 we're, we're going to do it another day. So we went to this rock, this vista. And I, the way it works for me with this gift is like when she tells me something and I feel in my body like this electricity and this like, it's almost as if it feels like a pull. Like, that's why I was so on Garrick. Like, we got to go tonight. And he's like, mm, it doesn't feel. And I kept I feeling my body being pulled. And it was definitely my sacral. Like, it's definitely, I just know when these things need to be done. And so I was patient. We waited. But I kept thinking, what is going to happen there? Like, what <laughs> is happening? Like, why is it so important that we go there? And so we make our way up there um, the next day. We made our way up there the next day. And we did the spray. And I opened my channel and we were navigating the energetics of the channel and really just connecting you with your channel. Right. Okay. So tell, tell, start wherever you want to start. You don't have to start that day. Maybe start the day before how leading up, however you want to start it. But I think it's just a really cool story. Yeah. I think, um, Sedona, yeah, it was kind of my divine timing to really, I had done enough healing. I had cleared my channel enough to to gain access to um you know a higher a higher wisdom and so a few days leading up to the bell rock i could tell i was i was having moments where information was coming in that i knew it wasn't coming from myself yeah it was bits and pieces it was nothing huge but it was bits and pieces of information that was coming through and so um, I kind of knew that's what was happening. And then we went to Bell Rock and kind of the same thing. I just um, started getting little pieces of just little words here and there, little pieces of information coming through. And so it's, it's, it was so, it was so exciting for me. Yeah. So it opened up. Yeah. And then um, you weren't really feeling, it was hard to get you back grounded it back in. That's yeah. Yeah. Was. That, yeah. I was, it was physically uncomfortable to really kind of come back into my body. I just felt really, um, just kind of heavy and it, I was kind of out of it for a while. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was a, kind of difficult, but yeah. yeah so then we have these pictures. Cause I'm like, okay, we have these brand pictures to do. And like, I'm thinking, I wonder what is going to happen with these pictures, but literally as soon as we we went to this other beautiful area in Sedona, just down the street. As soon as the camera was on Kelly, like Kelly flipped a switch and was 
on. And you're over there with doing your brand photos and Noah and I were a a bit away and I looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, where did this come from? This (laughs) is money right here. This is money. Just like you just shown the brightness came out of you. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I, um, I really lit up. I, I just felt like I was totally in my element and I felt very natural in front of the camera. And this is something I've always kind of known about myself, but I guess it was, it's always kind of been hidden. I haven't had that many opportunities for photo shoots. And so it was just kind of hidden, I guess, but this was an opportunity for more people to see it. And yeah, it's so fun. And I felt so aligned and it was great. Yeah. Like you were back in your body just fine. It was like Kelly turned on. Yeah. And so, I mean, now that's like, we know where to go with your marketing. Like that's definitely where we're going with your marketing. Yeah. But, um, that was just so fun. And I, I think that part of our time, I mean, showcased all the work that you have done over the last couple of years. And really just, I mean, there, there is no denying what you have done for your life. There is no denying. I mean, everything in your life has changed your relationship with your kids. Yep. I mean, most importantly, the relationship you have with yourself, but you know, the kids, the, the, personal relationships you're having, just the healing that's going on is phenomenal. Yeah. I barely recognize myself or my life. And what's amazing is that it happened so quickly. I think when you do this kind of work, it kind of quantum leaps your healing. I think typically what I've experienced would probably take years and years of therapy. If, you know, if even that would work, I don't know, but this has all happened to me within months. Yeah. So it's quantum leaping. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so beautiful to watch. So beautiful to watch. So since the channel has opened and since the gifts have really activated, um, what would you like to share with the listeners, the collective, just about anything you're learning about what we should be paying attention to? Yeah, I I think like I said, I think there's a lot of women out there who are kind of they're kind of waking up or they're noticing like hey, I'm not feeling fulfilled even though I'm I might kind of have it all on the outside. I want something more. I want something deeper. And women are telling me I want to rely more on my intuition and and you know, higher power and all of that. And so Um, I want women to know that it's possible for them and you can reach that true inner peace and fulfillment. But a lot of times we can't access that until we do this work that I, that we're talking about today. And that's what I help women with now is let's unpeel all the layers of the onion so that not only you can become more intuitive or psychic, but you can just have that true inner fulfillment that, that you're missing. Yeah. What are some symptoms of, um, women feeling like they are not in their purpose that they're just out of alignment? Yeah. So like for me, I felt, um, I felt kind of restless. I felt 
um, like something was missing. I felt kind of empty and almost kind of bored. And it's not because I didn't have much going on in my life. It was because the things that I had going on in my life weren't, uh, they were all, you know, they were all um, material things or things of the world, things of the 3D. Oh, yeah. And and that's great and all to have those. That's wonderful. But that's not where your deep fulfillment is going to Mm -hmm. be. So you'll notice you just feel like something's missing Mm -hmm. and, and empty and restless. What are typical behaviors? For sure. You're going to, you're going to want to numb that, those feelings. You're going to want to numb the restlessness and the emptiness with whatever substance you can find. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, the most common ones I see are overeating, emotional eating, binge eating. That was my problem, but I also see out there in the world, a lot of over drinking Mm -hmm. and, um, overspending money. Mm -hmm. Um, addicted to drama. That was another one of mine or anything to numb, numb that. Yeah. And I do, I think you are right on with how we are being called to a higher level. Like I know the lioness is always saying just recently really is like, there is no, um, I'll get to it later. Like there's no more of that. Like we're coming up against some energetic that is asking us to clear it. And if it's, if we're not going to do our part in clearing it, we're going to be faced with some really, um, dark nights of the soul kind of energetics, like ripping off the bandaid energetics of just now look at it because there's no room for where we're going for you to carry it. There's just no room. Yep. I am sensing the exact same thing. And I'm especially sensing it now as we're towards the end of the year, and especially with um, what's going on with like the lunar cycle and stuff, I think this is the time to find that stuff, become aware of it, deal with it, course correct, clear it out, um, especially before we get into the new year for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would, what would you say would be like the first thing? How could somebody do that? How could somebody start doing that? Yeah. So, um, just, just becoming more aware throughout your day, just like noticing, noticing the areas in your life that, um, where are you compromising? Where are you Mm. tolerating stuff? Where are your bad habits? Just becoming aware of them and then releasing them through methods like the paid method, the deconditioning Mm -hmm. and, um, having a lot of compassion for yourself throughout the process is super important as well. But, um, yeah, just awareness and consciousness is huge. Yeah. I mean, that compassion is what actually moves the needle quicker than anything Yep, is seeing yourself in all your shadow and all your wounding and, permission to forgive yourself for who you were and when you were asleep because you were asleep. Like there's nothing you can do about it. You were asleep. And then having compassion for yourself, I feel like that's the rocket fuel. That's like gas on the fire. That's like pouring 
the gas, because if, if you were to resist what you've been through and how you've gotten to where you are, what you resist persists is like, that's like putting the brakes on. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all of that judgment and stuff that you put on yourself, that's just all low vibration energy. And it's, yeah, it makes things worse, honestly. Yeah. So how would you suggest that we use the moon for whatever? Yeah. So, um, it's, I would start, I would start with just, um, paying attention to things like the, the full moon and the new moon and, um, becoming aware of what sign the moon is in and, and just keep a journal and notice, um, what's happening with you and your patterns. But also, like I said, looking at the sign, um, and just start learning more about, the energetics of it. Yeah. I like to look at, um, so if it's a full moon, that's really affecting me, depending on what sign it's in. Like the last time I had a full moon that really affected me was Scorpio. So I went and looked at my chart, the astrology aspect of my chart. And I found where Scorpio was sitting. And I looked at all the gates in that area to see what was being affected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of full moons, this last full moon that we had at the end of September, I think it was a super full moon. Mm-hmm. It was really, um, I think a lot of people really felt that. Um, a lot of people felt, um, um, easily triggered. A lot of people noticed a lot of old habits, bad habits that they thought were kind of gone were re-emerging. I know that kind of happened with me. Mm-hmm. I noticed like, wow, I'm having, you know, cravings for food and stuff that I thought were gone. That's and right. So yeah. It was really, so things like that. And I think it, it, it carried on into the first part of October. So when you start understanding the energetics of the moon, you can, things start making sense of oh, this is why I'm feeling the way I am. This is what it means. Mm-hmm. And it can, it can give you a lot of clarity in your life. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to share around the solar eclipse coming up? I think it's this weekend. Well, by the yeah. time this, oh yeah, it'll be the day that this it's releases. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The 14th. So this one is really powerful because it's a solar eclipse. So um, all new moons are powerful, but this one's going to be especially powerful. And since it's in the, um, it's in the sign of Libra, I believe it's yeah. all about balance and fairness, mm-hmm. especially in our relationships. So this is an opportunity to look at what is not fair in your relationships. What are you tolerating that you no longer want to tolerate? Where do you need to set boundaries? Where do you need to have difficult conversations perhaps? And this can be in any relationship, romantic relationship, friendships, business relationships, maybe even ex-partner relationships, Mm -hmm. but things are going to be shown to us. Things are going to be kind of going to feel like they're off course so that we can see it and course correct. Yeah. And let go of, of the things that aren't serving us in those relationships. So it's like an illumination. Yes. Yes. So the solar eclipse is illuminating, putting sunlight on our areas of our life where we are out of balance. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yep. Because the moon is all about, um, kind of the subconscious. Mm -hmm. So when we have a solar eclipse like this, it's kind of bringing out some of those things that we weren't aware of. It's illuminating. Like you said, things that we aren't 
aware of in our consciousness, you're going to be shown those things. Mm. Oh my gosh. So I started feeling the solar eclipse energy Monday or Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I, and I remember I was going to, um, Jaden, I said, I don't know why, but I did not want to go into the office today. I did not want to do any of the stuff on my calendar to do. I felt overwhelmed. I felt like I didn't have enough time to do anything. Right. And he's like, oh, it's the eclipse. And I was like, what the heck? We're always in something. (laughs) We're always in something. But I've noticed that just from doing this work, I'm so sensitive to astrology, just period. And Jaden brings up a a really good point. I'm an MG, so I always pick up on it faster than everybody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, mom, he's like, mom, you're so fast. You're already picking up on it. Like, does that mean I get to be done with it too soon? Right. <laughs> God. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's pretty good now, but it'll be interesting to see on Saturday. And funny yeah. enough, we're going to Joshua Tree this weekend. Ah. And we remember we were going to go with you guys next weekend, but anyways. Yes. yes. It's working out for us to go this weekend and it's the solar eclipse. Yeah. So you'll definitely be feeling the- Something. Feeling <laughs> yeah. Something. And just as we're getting over this lunar solar eclipse, we have a full moon lunar eclipse at the end of the month. So this month is, this month is very charged for sure. Well, what's that one about? Yeah. So that one, um, I believe it's in either Aries or Taurus, um, depending on who you follow, but that's, yeah. So there's going to be some strong energetics around, you know, starting new things, um, maybe, maybe things that you've been wanting to get started. It's an opportunity to, to start those things. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's called the hunter's moon. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that means. Oh gosh. Well, if we're supposed to start new things and then we're going into the holidays, right? Yeah. I think this is a time for people to really kind of get all their ducks in a row before the Mm -hmm. holiday season comes before the end of the year. Like let's get things sorted out, figured out now so that the holidays in the beginning of next year. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That resonates with me big time. Um, one of the biggest things we do over here is we like to create a, um, like a very intentional new year's vision, like a new year's. It's like, we don't really do resolutions. We do visions and we just kind of update our three-year vision every year just to kind of see like, are we on track? Are we off track? Has it changed at all? Um, but that makes a lot of sense because the line's always telling me to use the momentum of the new year. Yeah. Use the momentum. It's working for you. Yes. Yeah. And those clear intentions and that vision statement, like you said in, in your, your masterclass this week, that it's so important to have those clear visions. Yeah. The clearer we are, the more aware we are, the more conscious we are. And that's how we can take really more of a proactive um, co-creation role with the cosmos, with the moon, with our design with universal intelligence. So we're not laying in shadow and, and just kind of sustaining a low level, uh, frequency of shadow. Like we're just tolerating low levels of compromise or low levels of, um, just our shadow. Right. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Cause it's time to level up. Yes. (laughs) It's time to level up. Okay. So Kelly, I want to have you back on 
as you develop this gift more and more. Yeah. Because I would love for you to like maybe give us some kind of a moon message. Yeah. Astrology message, energetic message um, every so often. I'd love to have you do that. Yes. I would love to, I would love to combine like, yeah, like the energetics of the cosmos, the, you know, the, the moon, the lunar cycle energetics, and then um, and also incorporate my, um, what I'm picking up from the collective mm-hmm. intuitively, and then any other, um, messages that are coming through to me at the time, I would love to share those. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, I'm your biggest fan girl. And we <laughs> awesome. are definitely going to showcase that here. I know you're, you're starting your YouTube channel now. Yep. Um, what is that called? So people can follow you on YouTube. Yeah, I think um it's going to be Kelly's monthly lunar forecast mm. or something around around that. So Okay. Well, we'll link whatever you have in the show yeah. notes. Um but I also want to invite you all to head to the show notes and grab Kelly's free masterclass where she dives into the masculine and feminine dynamics um and the ener- energetic connection that they have between um love and money. I think that's really valuable because I don't think a lot of people realize that the two are highly connected. Yes. Yeah. So I go all in deep into that in, in that masterclass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. This has been, this has been one of the highlights of my absolute life watching you just turn into the unicorn and step into it and own it. Like I'm so honored to be a part of your journey. Thank you. And I'm so grateful for what you've given to me and your, the formula and the paid deconditioning and all of that. So grateful. It's an honor. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you are ready to turn your purpose into profit, it's time to empower yourself with the tool of integrity that is the high frequency formula. Head to the link in the show notes to find out how. I'll see you on the inside.